You're listening to That's a Whole Other Show, though, on Open Lines Radio. Follow Ryan on Instagram at 18realms. That's the number 18. Follow Hannah at Roadside Shaman. Follow Open Lines Radio at Open Lines Radio. And be sure to check out Open Lines Radio online at www.openlinesradio.com. Now stay tuned for That's a Whole Other Show, though. Enjoy. Yep, he's going to call back. And I kick it. <laughs> you know, got to lie to kick it. It's a good one. Oh my God, inside jokes. No one else will laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't got to lie to kick it. <laughs> what do you think we should tell people that story? So that they I can't even remember so this. Was it just some random dude at Main Street Cafe who was, was spouting stuff off and. It was. You yeah, don't got to lie to kick it. It was something. It was like a 25 year old giving 17 year olds life wisdom. So, you know. Yeah. It was about that wise. <sighs> it basically yeah. meant like you don't have to front or pretend right, yeah. in order to hang out yeah, with Yeah, we us. didn't have words with, like front back then. Right. So we just you don't said lie to kick it. It just took a lot longer to say. Don't be, you don't have to front. Don't, don't front, man. Don't front. Cava squad. <laughs> we didn't have don't front. No, we did. Well, or, we or, did. Or flexing. Fo- or flex. No, we didn't say stuff like that. We didn't have flexing. So it was just, you don't got to lie to kick it. In the 1900s. But we had kick it. We had you, kick it in the 1900s. In the 1900s. We <laughs> did not have. Dude, you don't have to lie to kick it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh my gosh. But seriously, inside jokes. You know what else is inside? That's exactly it. Inside jokes Mm -hmm. are why we're here. Because how else could the um, um, joke lasted that long? It's like linked on a quantum level to our memories (laughs) of our past self. It's possible. You can use. Oh, you need the fire. There you go. I have more than one. Good vibes, it says. Yes. I so chose speaking, it because yeah. of the pretty colors, and then it had the good vibes word on it. And normally, I don't like text on things, but the fact that it was, like, declaring it good vibes, I was basically like, like, well, that makes it, like, a powerful tool of incantation and crafting. These are good vibes in this one. Everything I light with that, like, disseminates good vibes throughout the lands. This is my uh, belief system. Good vibes are highly transmutable. So, so spooky action at a distance. Yes. Oh, spooky action. So here's some spooky action. I'm gonna be in here getting coffee. Right. Oh, I forgot to give you coffee when you got here. A space cadet. That's okay. I like having the variability in the tone of our voices, like being near and far. Because to me, I find that interesting. I don't like studio recording sound very much. Like. Yeah, produced yeah. sound like where they're in a booth and like they take out all the background noise that kind of stuff like the texture of that sound in my ears feels uncomfortable at this point it's like I've been overexposed to it or something to what? to produced oh. podcast sound so, like, I appreciate the aesthetic that we have on open lines where stuff is, like, 
called in from different computers and devices and the levels all are kind of like all over the place and people like have a lot of background noise of their like daily lives and activity because of where they choose to record sure. even like segments that um mark has done for his mixtape for the music show mm-hmm. like a lot of my favorite episodes they have like that super loud cricket noise that like <laughs> I'm sure they have loud crickets other places I've been recording but like there some stuff are and, yeah. certain crickets in this neck of the woods that are like God. dude you got like McDonald's hot coffee dude this is like burn your lap it's a fresh pot I didn't have to microwave it for you it's just steaming yay because I love hot coffee I do too but that's uh I like a to problem? drink it you like I like to, to drink, drink it. it hot coffee, not like to right. watch it steam and boil through the cup. Well, like I said, it's no, it's a fresh, great. It's it tastes good. Pot. Thank you for the coffee. It's wonderful. It's a fresh pot. <laughs> I, I think I com- said it's a fresh pot five times. I'm gonna go back and count. So, like, an addendum of fact checking is as follows: It was technically four and three quarters. It's a fresh pot. And five, it's a fresh. <laughs> um. Anyways, what I was saying is I appreciate hearing the background noise and the variability in tone. As long as, you know, I can hear most of what's being said, it's not like unlistenable. Sure. And I like having quieter moments and louder moments. Dynamic. Yes. Texture. Love it. Uh, Yeah. Like Why did we beard. decide to turn it on? Spooky action at a distance? Yeah. And particles? And particles. And like, here's the thing. Someone's, I was listening to someone speak about physics yesterday. Yes. And they said something. And it set my mind a flutter. Some places. Yeah, some places. And in... I guess it's just, it was kind of about entanglement, which some of us have heard about. Like, you sort of familiar with particle entanglement? Yeah. So I mean, like, quantum entanglement or enmeshment or whatever you want to call it. The idea that... Spooky action that at are, a distance is yeah. what Einstein called it. Spooky action at a distance. Because he was making fun it's, of it. Right, because it's un, it's inexplicable yeah, in it's inexplicable. our materiality. But you it works. kind of have to go outside of our measures of materiality to explain it right or describe it it might not be explicable but we can at least describe it because we're experiencing it well for those who don't know and let me just to clarify so with facts and not poetic metaphors like i like to use you'll bust one out chocolate bars and (laughs) chocolate tempering and fat crystals aligning so (laughs) When you, uh, so we all know the phenomena about, well, maybe we don't. So there's a phenomena about particle physics is where when you try to observe the particle and its wave function, you can't, right? You can, you know that it has a wave function. So we have a way to met, to like look at these things when we're not looking at, to know what they're doing when we're not looking at them. Are and then once we look at the them. the double slit thingy? Are you trying to explain that? Or no, it, like Schrodinger's cat. Right. You like, can't. You can't you know, know no, the state the of the particle. Act of observing it places changes it. it. Changes it. The act of observing the particle changes its behavior. Sure. So we can know what they're doing when we're not looking at them. Right. And then we can look at stuff after it happened. 
but we can't see it where it is right now. You can see it where it is right now. It just changes it. So you can only see it where it was. You can't see it where it was going to be. No, we know where it's going to be. <laughs> and we know where it came from. So, but if our observation of it changes it. It doesn't move it. It changes it. You're using the wrong word. It changes it. Okay, so what's the difference between those two words? Oh my God, fucking English. I hate you sometimes. Because it's not moving it. It's just changing its state or behavior. Right. I I use the word move because these principles in my understanding are all based on the double slit experiment. In other words, that like they choose to count them and look for them and they go through one slit or the other. And so like if you don't look, then they don't or something. Well, the double slit experiment is a way to show how light works and how to or that how, it is a particle and that a it's wave. a particle yeah and a wave and at the wave same time at the same yeah, time exactly so that's what i'm saying that's how they describe that and so i think of it moving as in like going through one slit or the other so changing okay so is sure way yeah 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 so that. like if you wanted to say it changes from going from one slit if to you want to say that the that the measurement the the device used to like check the position of the um particle well, what's is, hold changing on. about it, though? If it's not movement, is it the polarity of the magnetism of the particle? It's the spin of the particle. The spin of the particle. And it's wave function. Okay. And it's angular momentum. Because everything has to that be equal. That sounds like movement to me, Ryan. I know. So it's not movement? When you look at it a certain way, it's not moving. And yes... It's movement when you're not... Is it like it's a movement. car that's in drive or a car that's in reverse? It's Schrodinger's cat. Do we know what this is? Yes. Does everyone else... say it for the people who don't know, and then they can laugh at all the t-shirts. In a black too. box, is there is a cat. Is the cat dead or Why alive? Why is it always a black box? Well, that's the word you use to say you can't when you can't see into the, the understanding using, of it. I'm just picking Photosynthesis is a black box. Right. We don't really know how that works. Yeah. I know, but what I'm saying is... Because if we did, we'd probably have photosynthesis, like, headgear to, like, make us never eat again. No, I already feel like I do that with my meditation, is, like, I increase my access to photonic nutrition by being out in the sun and consciously absorbing it like a plant. That's how breatharianism works. I'm just saying... I know. Explain it you to can me. give me the full scarret. I, I I deserve a double scarret for that. I just like, have coffee in the other it's hand. It's fasting, Ryan. It's fasting. When your body isn't, it's Is it? snake medicine. It's full on snake juice. Do you know what I'm snake saying? Juice. You can either eat drink snake juice, or you can drink what? No, or your piss. Right. Fatty. It's, That's it what is. he calls people. Really, fatty. It's anyway. Snake juice. It, Google snake juice diet. No. <laughs> Get and yelled then, at. And then Google what it's like to live with kidney stones and call me. And I'll tell you to steam your vagina an intermittent fast. What if you instead. don't have one? You should still, still do it. Your ball sack will appreciate it. And whoever's licking around your ball sack will appreciate the deep cleansing. So I'm just saying, I believe in steaming for every perineum, regardless of gender. Okay. If you're going to go there, we can That's go funny. there. We, you did. We did. You absolutely did. That is Hot a tea bag. Spooky. Over some spearmint and moving. 
<laughs> Yerba buena for your ball sack. <laughs> huh. I can hey, steam my nuts with this coffee right now. It's so freaking steamy really and hot. Could. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do bulletproof <laughs> coffee on the top for the dudes and steam their ball sack with, with coffee. Woo! It's then we, then invigorating. Do, and then when it cools down enough, then you can do a coffee enema. Oh, dear God. And we'll do the whole shebang. <laughs> and then make you drink your urine. There. That's all the weird nutritional advice that you can find on the internet in a 90-second segment. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Don't die. <laughs> At 7 o'clock. <sighs> so, when you look, we have no way to say, like, we know, we have no way to, no way to say what is happening inside the this body. Space. Is the cat alive or dead? Well, it's like the wizard you're right, behind the curtain. Kind of 50% of the time, basically. He's a wizard until Toto's dog pulls the curtain. More Toto is poetic the metaphor there. Sure. So. I'm saying, like. Right. You don't you know. You can't see it. Right. And because you can't see it, you don't know which it is. So it is always both. But. Yeah. Five nines out of the time, it's not. But that's neither here nor. Fifty fifty. It is fifty fifty. That's the crazy part. So it's a hundred a hundred. There was another. I think it was Bohm or Bell Bohm who came up with this other way to describe. And this Bohm guy is. He's why we're talking about spooky action and distance. It's his right. version of his way to explain. Quantum mechanics, thank you. There is the word. I I was getting thermodynamics, thermodynamics in my head. That's not what I want. Quantum dynamics. So the way he, that was his, his way, his version of explaining quantum mechanics allows for spooky, boom, allows, well, Bell was a, a lot of physics people follow one or the sure, other, sure. both all try to combine, you know, they like different ideas. Support each other. Yeah, or they don't, or they argue, or you know, and or they argue terribly, right? It's battles, one or the other. Like yeah, it's like rap battles, exactly. Mm-hmm. So his really allowed for spooky action at a distance, which is particle entanglement, which is, here's the part that's kind of cool. If you had a magnet, we could be doing this. I have tons of magnets. Okay. Well, I don't have one in my hand. So. No, no that's okay. You don't have to get one. So. The fridge is right there. If I shake a magnet. Yeah. Right? And a magnet has a field, right? Yes. Oh, that's going to be loud. It's not. It's totally quiet. And this magnet has a field. Yeah. And if you wiggle it, if you just hold it in your hand and shake it around. or Like a shake move weight. It, it moves the particles all around it, right? It affects... Sure. Well, that's pretty much... If he's right, or if spooky action at a distance or part of, or uh, quantum entanglement, right, are a thing, he's jiggling all the fucking electrons in the entire world. I mean, in the entire right. universe right. at once. You're sure. affecting all of, all of them. Yeah. All of them. That's infinitely amount of but them. that's... Yeah, okay. So every time we move a magnet or use a magnet, we're changing our universe. But, like, our universe is magnets. 
our whole universe is magnets. Our whole everything pretty much has some sort of relationship with the electromagnetic field. Yeah, and, it's infinite. And acts in it's relationship with it. It's a very powerful force, it. a.k.a. it's a, one of right, the strong so it's forces, all, like, but not these We're forces. not the only monkeys shaking magnets around here, is no, what I'm saying. Plan. Like, we waterfalls about, we turn about it. Magnet, did you we know, talk the about ma- magnetrons? Think about, like, the, the magnetism and the movement in magma. Like, just in the interior core, the flows and rivers. That's why we rivers, have a magnetic like, field. That's why like, we're not dead from right. the solar radiation. So what I'm saying is, like, us moving a few fridge magnets is not... We're not doing it. We're not. I know, but I'm, I'm saying in general. Right, in like, general. If you did that, you were affecting a all A flap of, of a butterfly's wing can cause a hurricane, in general. In general. So our fridge magnets are, in general, causing desecration across the Kalahari, in general. I don't know about that, but they, Potentially. They, they they jiggle the other electrons as much as you probably jiggle the magnet, but I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, Not much. What I'm saying is it's all connected so and moving and anything stars moves everything. And anything with a magnetic field, which is everything that has a particle, which is all particles, which is everything, is vibrating and moving, right? Right. But as it's jiggling, it's jiggling everything right. at once. And so... Because nothing is not connected. Everything is connected and touching at one point or another and not I touching. I think so. It's like relating. The t- touching isn't the right word. Everything no. is relating. The way I like to see it, I've never heard this explained this way, but I think I've said it before. Mm-hmm. These particles, mm-hmm. right? These things, like right. these forces. Right. I think of them as sheets, like invisible layers mm-hmm. of space-time, right? Right. That make up space-time. Sure. So like... They interact because they're all on top of each other, but they're all enmeshed because they're so thin. There's nothing to keep them from becoming one. You right. Know what I mean, like, you drip, you drip dye into water. It's two different things. And for a while, they're separated. But after a while, you can't perceive that the dye was there at all or that the water has changed much. Right. Especially, like, in the ocean. I sure, sure. Like, you put some red dye in the ocean, you'll see it for a second, but then it's gone, but it's still totally there. Yeah. All the red that you put in is it's still there. It's all there. It's so just like, dispersed. So, my thinking of it is that they're little these particles, and since they're not really, you don't really think of them as particles, like little tiny dots anyway, they're not that. Yeah. They're energy, right? They're, yeah. They have, they have these building blocks nucleus right protons electrons neutrons all that stuff is happening Mm -hmm. and so when you when they're moving or when they're not moving they're in a state that is like you you predictable right so like you know what this bone guy did was like so you have these, remember we've talked about spin, spin up, spin down, right. up, part of spin, okay, and spin down. So we know that these particles also <coughs> aren't spinning, right? Yeah. They're not actually spinning like the earth spins, okay, in one direction or well, the other. Well, I mean, but this is all charge. just semantic labels for predictions that they're making. These aren't direct observations, correct? 
Like, we don't have the ability to look down at a but subatomic because, okay. particle and see what it's no, doing. No, actually, we can. We can see the smallest thing we've seen is we've, we've, we've photoed. Yeah. What's uh, the least smallest thing we've actually been able to see? I think a hydrogen see? atom, which is one nucleus and one, or one proton and one electron. It's the simplest. It's the okay. building block but of chemistry, right? But underneath so, protons and electrons, aren't quarks. there particles that are even way smaller? That do shit inside there, yeah. but at the same... type of movement scaled down quarks right and then beyond that you get into super string theory right there's nothing smaller than the subatomic particles non-materiality would say that all materiality is a condensation of that non-material substance yeah so that that stuff the quarks basically all that stuff they're like sheets they're like layers that touch and interact because they all do different things right Sure. And all of their, you know, and all the shit that they pour off of them is basically that. I think that's why we're getting into some my theories, which are really ridiculous, but it's still kind of fun. But it's that's the whole point. So is that's why I think to talk neutri- about like, how that's we what see I think the world. Neutrinos are yeah. Since they say like sixty billion of them pass through the size of a centimeter, like the size of my thumb. That's every why second, I feel like that's. Then our I feel that we're in a, some sort of like sheet like quilt like it's just the remnant it's what we can tell is happening when shit happens i don't know i know where neutrinos come from they come from the sun they come from you know just they're offshoots once particles do other things right so yeah offshoot they're a byproduct they're still subatomic particles but from what i understand neutrinos don't like come back to make anything i could be totally wrong but i think they just they're like our skin cells. Skin, they're just sloughing off all the time out of the sun. You know what I mean? It's just what's happening when you make hydrogen. Neutrino, a neutrino gets shot out. Mm-hmm. Because you need to make room for the, the amount of ones you do need, right? right. So that neutrino has to, that, that particle has to go somewhere. Angle of momentum and conservation of energy. The right. laws, right? So it has to go somewhere. So the neutrinos just, they just shoot out. That's what happens. So, okay. So there's this consciousness. And so... Oh, no, the sorry. Spooky more, action, more points. No, no, hold on. The spooky action at a distance is kind of what we're talking about. And I think... I want, I'm pretty sure I'm using the name right. I think it's Bohm who had... Who really described this. And everyone was kind of like, Okay, well, good on you. It still works. Like, you know, quantum dynamic, it still works. Mm-hmm. We don't, yeah, okay, so, you know, the, none of it squares was rel- with relativity anyway. Right. So, and Einstein is the one who coined spooky action at distance because he, he was kind of making fun of it. Like, so I wiggle, a, like, if I observe, a, so if I observe a particle in its spin, right, once I observe that particle, that means the antiparticle, the other one, right, Wherever. Anywhere in the known universe it could be, the right. other one, we know it's it's going to be down. If it one goes in spin up through our test machine, right. like, that 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 is either up or down. Right. It's like it's like the peg has to go into the down. Like picture them as arrows that are spinning, and it has to fit into the stencil of an arrow as it spins and falls in. Right. Does that kind of make sense? I mean, I hear but everything we, like, that you're saying, if we and I just these, feel like 
you know, chicken gizzards in a pile on, on a, t- you know, marble floor. And right. Well, I'm just trying to say that It feels like, like divination. Like, you I, know what I mean? Like. I know that. I know it isn't divination. But I'm saying, like, how does he know where the other antiparticle is? Can they observe both particles at a time? Can you trap a particle and its antiparticle? Or are they so far out of relational proximity that you can't I hold think both that's of them a, at the same time? I honestly think it's up to the observer. It gets into that at this point. Heisenberg and all that. Sort so of they shit. can't ever directly observe the antiparticle and the particle at the same time. I don't... I, don't, I guess you, you could because you're the observer. You can observe it however you like. I don't know what that means. Are you kidding? Not really. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Your enough. face goes like, I'm sorry to tell you this. And I don't know why. But, but like, the that's mix of that I'm not 100% in. sure. <laughs> okay. And no, I think it's up to the observer because we're the ones who, who decide and change. But you said, like Einstein said that he saw a particle and when he moved no, it, the other particle... It just means the math works that it would do that. So this is math again. This is just math guessing. You're just getting diddled once Fucking again. Fucking math! So that's what I was trying to say 50% of the time and 5 What can they see with the their, their eye holes and talk about <laughs> with words? Sorry, I maybe not would have yelled if I if you weren't... You know, I don't know, man. I try, but that was just a real big deep upsetness that I just felt right then and I felt like math needed to hear about it yeah you can't see you can't see a neutrino so it's just math we can see we see an electron but it's the point at which they start extrapolating it's a whole lot of if this then that then this then that then that then that and it's like can we get a few fewer ifs until there's we no, get the well, then because these things work every time. Okay. That's why we know it because when you do these, when you check the spin of the particle, we know or it you'll observe it going it'll either be up or down like 50% of the time. So but despite all my rage, we're still just a rat in a cage. Is that what you're telling me? Corgan is yeah. worst, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, totally. He, you don't like him? I like Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, totally. Okay. I, I, I didn't care for that song. Oh, right. I feel you. I like the music. I don't like his voice. Exactly. Dave confers. I don't like his voice either, especially on that song. Mm. Mm-hmm. I can see that. It's different. It's yeah. very strident. I mean, I, in general, like their music, but that song was... I just can't. Yes, but it's sort of like the Rats of Nim. You know, we can't, like, really figure out what's going on and oh, it's true. figure anything out or design anything until we bust out of that well, fucking laboratory really nice and build our like nice little tree works. hut. Everything works with relativity. And planets and time. Yeah, and everything works. And, and then everything <coughs> works on the small bits. Right. It's just that they don't work together. Yeah, certain things don't fly together. Like this whole the one. Is it is like you aspect. have to choose a system to operate in in order to have accuracy? Like metric versus 
Um, well, it's just that particles don't behave like planetary bodies and stars. Do you know what I mean? Or things like right. mass. Yeah. That's, that's the really big thing. It says we're dealing with things that don't have mass. And when things don't have mass, it's like these are like the building blocks of mass. Some of these particles, so, like, some of these fields give mass. So collective force is what creates that's mass. I like this whole sh- enmeshment of sheets idea. Right. It's, it's like a... It's so stupid because it's like the ether or like right. water. Well, or condensation. Like this- that's what I see. It's like condensation of spirituality into materiality. So like sheets of acetate that are layers and like they show the different systems it of the body. It like one dimension. But right? it looks like it's one drawing. One drawing. And I can just go, oh, look, oh, there's look. the nervous system. Right. There's the, the muscular lymph, system. And there's, there's the, the bones, intestines. And there's, yeah. yeah. I love those as a child. Yeah, like encyclopedias like were rat, p- kids these days. They don't know what they missed. I know, and those encyclopedias were dope. My grandparents had the. I mean, you learned so much from having like thirteen slim volumes, as opposed to like this entire internet with like a million right. search terms. How many times did you like, read the encyclopedia set? So I think I did it once every summer. I went to my grandparents' house, A to Z. I. I never read it A to Z like that. I flipped through it. I, I didn't like read every single article, right. but I flipped through I, it. I know that I must have probably gone through every page at some point or another because I right. always would go there. That was like the way that Wikipedia is kind of my first drop zone right. now or like sometimes the Instagram hashtag search right. function when I want to like check something out. My first stop was always the Webster's um unabridged uh, like oxford like that huge dictionary that's like you know mm-hmm. bigger you than had your a problem arm. with me saying oxford one time we recorded you said no webster and i was like no oxford <laughs> no i think we were talking about the comma oxford comma no, we were talking about looking something up, and I was like, use this dictionary. Oh, no, because Miriam Webster's website is fucking dope. I don't know about Oxford if they are. Uh, they might be, but well, like the, the British, social media. Well, Oxford is generally English. Yeah, no, I mean, that's like English. the English English, right? English, for English. sure. Oxford English Dictionary is like the English English Dictionary. Right. But what I'm saying is <laughs> the one that we had growing up was this ginormous. I remember that. Unabridged. I think you had one too. Like. Fucking library tome. style. Oh my god! Dictionary. My dad is a hyperlexic word nerd, so yeah, my we had mom was a, a lot of dictionary. So. There you go, big books for yeah. the word nerds. Uh, so Anyways, yeah, yeah. These, these things frustrate you. I understand <laughs> they frustrate me too, and that's well, the whole point. Of it's talking not about even this. just a frustration, Ryan. It's wanting to understand exactly what their level of like, what do they base their faith on? What do they base their beliefs on? Right? Because doubt is doubt and faith is faith. I want to know why you believe what you believe. Right? So I read all of these stories and hear all these podcasts of articles of material physicists and stuff talking about our reality. Right. And when I scratch through the excitement and the, the you know, the shtick of their proselytizing what it really comes down to at the end is math and hope you like it, hope you get it, hope you believe us. And so it's again, it's divination, it's chicken gizzards in the temple. I have that level of faith in their description of material reality as someone has of me shaking my rattles over a pile of smoke. It's that level of faith. Well, isn't that, I'm not saying that I'm smart because I'm definitely not that smart, but 
I think it's just a level of understanding. Like once you yes. know the math or, or kind of, I don't know the math. But I but know I as much go. math, Ryan, I'm an incredibly brilliant individual who's had all kinds of education thrown at me in my entire life and loads of free time to follow my curiosity. Sure. Right? And if math can't make sense to me with all that trying, what the fuck do we do for people who aren't even going to try? You know what I mean? So like if this it is It doesn't matter, not everyone. It matters that. because if this is what we're trying to do, we're most trying to break down religious think, structures. Yeah, but I think most, and we're trying to break down those relief belief most systems. People of average or even below average intelligence that have enough wherewithal to believe in God and Jesus or Christianity or a some sort of like one of the world's major religions, go ahead and pick one. I think then then you have the mental capability to understand math the that's what i'm universe. saying though ryan you, is on a level you have to maybe, convince them like that you don't have to that. be an einstein you just have to have base if you have the faith to believe in god then you can have the faith to look at these numbers and go okay i get it i get it ryan but what i want the scientists so-called or the mathematicians to understand is that the convincing that they have to do it has to be at that level. They're not going to convince people by mathing them. They have to get them to believe well, that their observations are accurate. You can pretty much look up all of these theories and, under, and things on YouTube, and there will pro- them, almost all of them have are pretty good at using words, and they have like visuals to help you understand, like. You know, so right. I would say that that is your like. I've done all of no those one ones, Ryan. Up, well, I'm, just, I'm talking about in general. I'm not for other you. people. What you're saying about other people, it's like if you have the wherewithal to pick up a Bible and read it to get some understanding, then pick up your phone or open your laptop or go to the library and search for videos on physics realities of the universe rather than spiritual realities. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's how I started. But when I got to the bottom line and like had that like epiphany of Mandelbrot and like the oneness and like really felt like, okay, the math squares with my spiritual reality. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, see, I don't have that box to check. You, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to spiritual. What? I I don't have that box to check. Whatever. It's my understanding of reality includes non-materiality because of. Or the, the materiality is a condensation of the non-materiality. I, I don't know how to English it. Like, it's... I hear material. I just think of start thinking of clothes. But, well, how do we say uh, physical versus non-physical? No, because fine. you don't, you don't believe in non-physical. And I'm like, but well. neutrinos don't touch anything. So isn't that sort of non-physical? And you're like, not really. And I'm like, ah, brain! Like... Well, they're physical. They're real. They're things. They're, That's they're what doing, I'm saying. They're doing something. They're doing something. They're physical. So, but I mean, like, just you just don't perceive them. Sure. Exactly. We all have what, like, a few inches in between our in our field of view between because of the way our eyes are in our head. Yeah. We're not really seeing what's in right, like that right zone, in front right? Of that yeah. You can put your finger in between your right. eyes and your it blind disappears. Spot. Yeah. Like that extrapolates out in a way. I mean, there's a, there's a, well, there's a field just the of light, the light. We only see 1% of radiant light. Your brain makes up light. the difference of that, that, sure. that it doesn't, you're not really seeing everything that you see. Your brain is filled. It extrapolates. Yeah, it does. So, yeah. So that's what I'm saying is the extrapolation that's happening is where the distrust 
is built because everybody wants to see it with their own eyes, taste it with their own tongue, believe it, you know? Mm-hmm. And what I'm saying is a lot of the dissonance in the religious community, so-called, and the scientific community, and the idea that somebody somewhere along the line said, you can't have both, or you can't believe both. both. If you want to believe, I I, I wanted to just say, I don't think that you, your belief in a God or religious system has no bearing on whether or not, I don't think, Yeah. to your religion, Knowing this and believing I, in it, yeah. I don't think it. Puts I mean, any, we don't want a religious system, right? I don't think it's not going right? to get you into heaven. I, I'm just saying, like, if you're a religious person of of like, let's just let's just a say person a, of a faith, like yeah, per- person of faith. Let's just use Christian because I know it. Sure, that's what you grow. I don't up think. Around. Yeah, I don't think. I think that you can be a Christian and still like have every bit of information about particle physics and relativity and. Science. Oh, I don't agree with that at all. I don't think. I don't think you can believe in Christianity and understand how the physical universe works. Talk to a Jesuit priest. That's that's the definition of a Jesuit. They watch the stars and planets. They're scientists and they're priests. The Jesuit. No, I get it. But what I'm saying is, I don't understand how you believe in. It's the glory of God to them. Um, All the stuff that you're talking about. Why can't I see it? How does it affect the... Where is this part? Oh, it's the observer. They just boil that... that those little bits and pieces, I think. They put it in the God box. God that's the God file yeah, in the, the stuff God that we box. can't define. Yeah, and they just... So I just know. use the word spiritual or non-material to define that. Like, you know, anything that anything that's outside of consciousness, basically. Yeah, our creative just, relational force. Anything that's not that, that Call it whatever in. you want. Call it God. There's room for that in science. I mean, any physicists will probably tell you that well yeah there's a spot where you're just gonna have to be like don't know what that is so it's gotta yeah. be there's lots of stuff in our world that's don't know what that is though yeah but we end up figuring it out eventually don't we i hope so i mean my, this is my whole thing right is that i'm taking a scientific approach to what we need in our life religiously so-called in other sure. words what kind of rituals and communal practices and personal practices from our cultural history uh-huh. that we're grounding important healing connecting what do we need to reclaim reform restructure actually put in place in the nowness of our understanding of our realm, in the stepping into digital reality, global community, like be be big and small at the same time is basically what we're doing or or needing to do, you know, growing outside of our planet while we're trying to build these little, you know, family communities. I'm that's my if I have any kind we're of goal our or plan world or whatever tighter and smaller, but yeah. yeah, we want to try to live not on this planet anymore. Well, we want more space and room to grow right. and expand. And we need it, yeah. And, or we feel we do, I guess. But it doesn't matter. The point is wanting to keep the good of those practices that were there for some reason. Obviously, we wouldn't have been doing so many similar ones in so many communities all around the lifespan of our development in every system, in every culture, there are these certain practices of communion and fellowship and personal like healing and wellness 
that are just always, always, always present. Yeah. And so, like, that's kind of what I'm looking for is where is that point of agreement so that going forward we don't keep having these battles of well, sectarianism. Well, I don't necessarily know that we need to have agreement in those in an overlap to have a healthy spiritual life or to be the best version of yourself, you know, in this life using whatever methods you choose to employ, you know? So, I mean, the like, sectarianism that doesn't concern you? All the wars fought over are, de- definitions of God. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, well, I've kind of got to a point where it's like, I can't, I can't be angry anymore about it. Yeah. Like, that doesn't help me. So about the violence or about the religion or just about caring, caring so deeply that it makes me angry that people believe stuff like I can't be that way. Right. Like I can't I can't get worked up on someone else's belief system. I've chosen that that's not I'm not I'm just I I turn my that you're more focused on their practices than their belief system. Well, I, don't, I should not even care what they're up to, to be honest with you. Unless but it like, impacts you directly. Unless it impacts me directly, yeah. Right. Like, I don't want, like, you know, I don't I don't want, a, like, a born-again super Christian president. Do you know what I mean? I definitely don't. I don't want a freaking, like, any... One who feels so strongly about I like Bernie because he was he was seriously fucked by religion but still respects people's desire yeah, and wish to practice like how it. That's how I feel. Like he's, go ahead, it's a free He's country. Jewish, but he was raised by people who died in the Holocaust. And so he was super like, mm, I don't know if I wanna join your club, guys. Right. But I'll like totally rally for you to still be able to do it. Sure. But he didn't it's my understanding he's never been a practicing Jew. And, you know, outside just, of adulthood. I just think he has, yes, last name. But he has say. compassion for it, you know? Well, you have to. I guess. I try. I'm, 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 I say you have to. I'm telling myself that, I think. Because I don't often have that. When people use their, their, like, faith in God to make decisions for a lot of people. He, he's not. That's no, what I'm saying. He's defending other people's right to practice their faith yeah. without being well, criticized it's, it's, he or doesn't judged. Know. It's, that, yeah, who knows? I mean, if he's as, is as socialist or communist as some people make him out to be, then he probably doesn't believe in religion. You know what I mean? Like, if he is a true communist, there is no religion. He's no not a communist. He's a democratic socialist, yeah, but, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, but you don't know what's in his heart, and I'm, I say right okay. on, he is a communist. Whatever. I, volu- I, I volunteered for his campaign, no, like, the a, first time I'm around. I've been studying it, like, him for a long time. I'm not time, saying, so. like, subversive, like, he's some sort of evil communist. No, but I don't think... I'm not out. saying evil. I'm saying I'm I don't saying. believe... I think that, the, that he holds a lot of... Um, our nation's democracy, our nation's democracy like, or what higher, they view as democratic views. Um, he wants saying. to defend it. He is truly a democratic socialist. Sure. I think that he wants to model a lot of our stuff after what they have in Europe and Canada, not, yeah. you know, China or Russia. Right. No, so, I understand. Like, for sure. He's not, he, whatever his ideology may have been when he was formulating a lot of his arguments as like an activist. I feel like that's his passion and defines 
maybe what his aspirations are, but I think it's built on 50 plus years of being in the government, realizing it's not all about him and not everybody wants what he wants and realizing that he wants to make people happy and give them what they want. Right. And that's really what he's doing. He doesn't want to give them what he wants. He wants to help them get what they, they want. want. Which is Trump. Is and so it's a totally opposite. different way of looking at stuff. Because he, yeah. he fucking drove diabetics to Canada to buy insulin. Because yeah. it was 10% the cost. Save some lady $10,000 in right. insulin expense. Right. Right? That's real work of blessing the people of his state. That's the kind of stuff that he's been doing for decades. And it's the kind of stuff that he's been doing in this whole campaign process from the last campaign all the way through losing it, all the way through that other person being in power. He has always still been a leader, speaking to the government, speaking to our people in general, helping them feel like someone is still paying attention up there. To me, I have felt like he's our president, even though like he's not in the position. I feel like he, he is the person I look to as a presidential leader since he started running. So he's my president already. Spooky Bernie's at a distance. Exactly. Although he's not spooky. He's really He is kind of spooky though. He's not. He's so rad. No, I just mean when he gets all like... Worked up? Worked up and... That bird did pretty much fucking like have a moment with him in Portland. Did you ever see that? That meme, the Bernie? No. So like when when the real peak of his interest was happening. This time or last time? Last time around when it was first building up and people were starting to like really show up this at his rallies. This coffee is like now just perfectly drinkable by the way. Oh, it took that long to cool down? Wow, that's hot coffee. And it's still like nice and warm but like yeah. I could take big gulps if I wanted to. Sure, sure. This is the perfect Big time. gulps. Truman read the word big off the big gulp sign at the Seven Eleven, and I was very proud. He's, wind, he's like dude. reading like random signage now. Like it's getting more fluent. Nice. So and he's paying attention to it more. He's like looking for text, which I don't mm-hmm. think he used to do so much. Right. And now he's like looking for words that he knows. So I feel like that's important. That is cool. Curiosity. He's understanding that like the words are information that could potentially apply to him. Right. Like horse. Every time we drive past Horse Creek Ridge on the 15, he points out, Horse! I'm like, yes, I saw that sign too. Not until you pointed it out, though. Anyways. So from particles to Bernie Sanders to sign reading. But it's all good. I just am saying, Ryan, I want to be able to have understanding in order to reach agreement and i know we don't have to agree but I think that's what they're doing we don't have to agree on everything you're right but i think there needs to be a certain level of understanding for us to in, in order to reach agreement i just think anywhere. a lot of people just haven't taken the time like no i have no but, degrees whatsoever but it's like a this. religious war ryan the lack of understanding about the scientific reality the physical reality that we live in is a war. It's a battle of ignorance. I mean, if people just watch Nova, like shit, like a lot of the shit I'm saying at the level I'm saying it is like they a don't Nova though. Episode. They watch Bachelorette, dude. I know. Do you know what, what I'm saying? Wrong with people, dude. They they're programmed by our all the capitalist that watch forces, the and they don't have need a culture. To just stop watching the Bachelorette and just watch Nova. And just watch. Well, 
I was going to say, yes, they should watch Nova. <laughs> and TED but Talks. first, they should just go to the internet. <laughs> go to the freaking internet. go to Pornhub and rub one out and then go watch your Nova. Because you're watching Spatless Gillette because you're pent up, horny, and you don't know, you have no way, no outlet, and you don't watch porn. A lot of kinky people I know watch Bachelorette because they're unshamed and they feel like it's just free sexy I'm just times saying, I th- watch. I see it as, and as people opera. who are like, don't get out much want to see other people like be I think they hate watch it I think they watch it because they like see, seeing no women be made you know fun what? of and mocked You're and probably desecrated totally right. I'm probably and they just literally want to watch people be shit on Scheidenfreude or whatever that yeah Scheidenfreude totally yeah. they just want to watch a soap opera where stuff happens to people bad that makes them feel better about the crap that they're going through. Because, totally hey, right. at least it's not this bad. At least I didn't just trip on on my skirt getting out of the limousine. See, so you worked in television. It's produced. And you watched a lot of television. I'm telling you. And I They know drive that. you around in a limousine and won't let you out of the car until you cry, Ryan. When they do that rose thing, they don't let the girl out of the car until she cries. What's the rose thing? They give you a rose if they want you to see the man of choice or the woman of choice, the the chooser, the person, the person person who gives you when you don't get a rose and you get sent home and they put you in a limo, get voted off the island, right? You get booted out of the the party house, whatever is right. I don't even know who the host is. I just know the pattern and the structure. Right. I've seen enough. I think I watched the first season. I watched Survivor. That was it. I know. I think I watched the first season of The Bachelor. uh, and maybe the bachelorette because i thought oh maybe there's more dudes here it'll be better it wasn't better it's still the same format it's programmed distress for us to watch and jerk so the off producers to. of the show like what like until she can conjure tears basically or no they don't let her leave and keep driving her around and don't let her out of the car until she's so upset that she's crying this happens on a regular basis. Some of the women cry right away because they're upset and they're really sad to be leaving and missing out on their opportunity. Or they think that crying on camera gets them more sympathy. So they've trained themselves to cry a lot. And some of them cry right away and they go home right away. And some of the women who think, fuck this show, fuck this experience. I'm really done with this now. I'd like to go home. They go, okay, sure. Can we just ask you a few more questions? And they go, no, I want to go home. Okay, sure. We just want to ask you this one thing though. How do you feel about this? We're like, yeah, but can you take me home now? Yeah, we just have to go over here. It's kidnapping and they've signed a contract and they can't talk about it. Non-disclosure, no press, blah, blah, blah. And by the time their episode airs, they're usually months to years after the fact and don't want to relive it, don't want to complain. They aren't going to get any more money out of the experience, especially if they're seen as a disgruntled employee because that's what they are. They're castmates on a production television show that makes millions of dollars millions millions and they go home with maybe a few thousand dollars at the end yeah, of it, like 20 grand it or something. maybe enough to replace their lost income that they're gone not working when they're out doing press and bombarded from the stress of the experience of the trauma of doing that activity so no i don't think people should ever watch it i understand that people do choose to and they think that it's quote harmless fun or a bonding experience and I'm not judging or shaming them for their choices. I just want them to understand that what they're watching is a deeply toxic and abusive format for the women 
producing it and and men, the people involved are just tools, literally, yeah, for the machinery. And they're watching real humans be treated badly for their entertainment. It is bread and circuses for the masses. I had given, like, I haven't had a television in my house for, I think it's like, about 13 years now. Yeah. So I've never seen that show. I I didn't buy the last two TVs that are in this house. Dave did. I didn't buy them. They're like never on when you're here. No, they're on. They're on. But they're usually playing a movie. Pixar movies that Truman is watching. You know what I mean? Like we don't have cable. We don't have appointment television. We don't have appointment television anymore. (laughs) Right. So no appointment television. No. Yeah. I I haven't had that in a long time. And so I've heard of The Bachelor, but I've never seen it. I think the last, the last Juice Survivor was a hit when I got rid of my TV. Do you know right, what I mean? Right, yeah. And that was like the only one. Isn't I mean, Survivor still going on? I hope so. It, it wins the Emmys show. like every year. That no, Amazing Race wins. The... Oh, I watched one of those. It wasn't. It's because cool. of all the old people voting. Watch CBS shows only. That's why they CBS always wins Emmys or used to before all the streaming stuff started. I I just like Survivor. I like the premise. I thought it was a good show. I'm sure it was faked. Or I like all the naked was... people getting perpetually angrier and angrier. Yeah, and as this, as I mean, the first season it was like ooh, but as the seasons went on, from what I remember, and I bet you it's even worse now. The people are just like hardcore prepped. Yeah, they're just super beautiful, like perfect people. Do you know right. what I mean? Like. I remember looking at a cast like not long ago. No, they were regular guys. They were like UPS drivers and stuff. Normal, like, and that was cool. But now it looks like all these people look the people that look like they get because the people that apply for right because they're on television look great and minimal clothing on on TV. They see some the whole idea that real people do reality television is just not really true anymore. If it ever was, the people that did reality television, if you go back. And you look at who are like the infotainment stars now. They all did like the real world and stuff. Like they did MTV bullshit back in the 1900s. Like they have wanted to be, they have wanted to be. I watched the first real, I watched the real world too. That was the first reality. That was, I've been saying that because we watched it when it first came out. Like that was 1990, 9-0. Yes. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. True story. Pedro Zamora. Remember him? He yes. He died. He died. He did? Yeah, he when? Died. Oh, a long time ago. A long time ago. That's yeah, too bad. He died of AIDS or whatever because we didn't fix it, hadn't fixed it yet. Yeah. So I had to write it out on paper from my Instagram post, but this is proving Bell's theorem and I am going to do the recitation for you. Proving Bell's Theorem, a home blessing. The more filters present, the more light shines through. Tuned till transmuted, light is never diminished. They only change neighborhoods. Energy can be neither created nor destroyed, merely change form. If you look at it, you change it. If you perceive it, you alter it. Heisenberg says so. It is a paradox, but also hyper-real. The trinity is the observer, the object, the scale, and the finger of God is the consciousness connecting all three. Locality versus reality, object permanence and attachment, perceptual variance and positional prediction, free will and absolute determinism. I am 
therefore I am. You cannot change the laws of physics. All possibilities are reality. Magic is just physics we haven't figured out yet. What you see is what you get. First there was thought, and then thought became material. Shift your gaze. The path from here to paradise is just 42 tiny degrees. Right. No, I know the. I know how. I know how the double slit experiment works. That's not the point. The point is, how can we, in our physical reality, duplicate those observations on a scale that we can perceive personally, right? And the way you can do that is with Bell's theorem, with the whole idea that the more filters that are present, the more light shines through. So, in other words a sunbeam becomes more strong and concentrated when it filters through the slats of your Venetian blind. Right. You know, when you go to take a picture and you're like, oh gosh, it's blinding me. But like right. you open the curtain and it's like, oh, there it is, the sun, right? Right. That principle that we perceive in our lived reality is something that's been proven on a quantum level and with math. Thank right, you, right, right, math. Because right. like, you know, apparently that matters. Right. But what I'm saying is you can see it. Mm-hmm. You stack lenses on top of each other and you can see how the center of the field gets brighter and not darker. Right. Yeah. The more filters present, the more light shines through. Well, the whole thing is like, not the whole, but kind of talking about light and visible light, right? What you're talking about. And just also to think that like our entire universe as we know it is based on a sliver of the wavelength. A sliver of it. Right. Like, the entire wavelength goes from, like, ultraviolet all the way to gamma, right? Rays. Yeah. Everything in this that we know lies in the spectrum of just a fraction of that wavelength. Right. It's the same wave. It's just getting, you know, smaller, tighter. You know what I mean? Sure. Different things make it different size wavelengths or different. And so... What, we're, what we see, okay, we can hear. We Go use back and say that whole sentence again because I got confused when you said wave five times. We're all part of the same wavelength. No, we're all part of the same yeah, wave. Yeah, it's just based on what, you're, what you can see. Like particles are moving and doing things at a wavelength we can't see, right? Like a frequency? Yeah. Okay. Right, and we exist in a frequency that is narrow. Sure. Because we can do things with radio waves. Right. We can't see them or hear them. Right. But we can, um, we, we use them to carry signals, right? So there's radio. That's part of the frequency. Right. So I think, yeah, that's at the end of our understanding. Right. Radio. In, also, we have microwaves that we can cook shit with or use for um, cell phones or microwaves, right? Yeah. They're teeny tiny. Um, we see a certain amount of wavelength. Like 1% of visible light can is seen Yeah, so the 99% is stuff like we can't the micro, it. you know, the radio, the the what's the one I can't remember the name of it, the the you know, the wave X-rays. Yeah, gamma X-rays is one. We we can utilize these things but we can't see them, right? Uh-huh. All that we can see Well, we can't see them with our eyes, but we can measure them or perceive them. Yeah, we can we tools. can see the effects of UV light, and we can see 
we know what a straight up gamma ray would do to life, right? Gamma rays sure. exist, but they're like they've been they're far away, right? Mm-hmm. We don't get a lot of gamma rays, and we have a nice uh, electromagnetic field around us that might help with that. I'm not exactly even sure if the mic, if our if our yeah little force field that, will that, protect that, us. That's the Oort cloud. Yeah. Oort. Yeah. How many O's are in Oort? <laughs> too many. Too too many. Too too many. Too too many. Because they could totally say that word with just the RT, man. Oort cloud. Oort. Oort cloud. <laughs> that, that Budweiser commercial. Oh yeah, Bud. Eyes. <laughs> yeah. That really dates us. Mm. From the 1900s. And Spuds McKenzie. No, what was it? Yeah, yeah Spuds, Spuds McKenzie, McKenzie, the little the, the dog, dog that was in the yeah, beer thing like for a while. Yeah, like white bulldog. It was a. And they had a little patch yeah. painted over his eye, and make it look like a pirate, or something. I think he just had a black spot on his eye. I think that was his whole shtick. Okay, let's Wikipedia it. I think you're mixing up same dog, but well, the little rascals had a black, or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they would have painted same him dog. On they same breed used, like, of dog. I would say same dog. Same the prop guy would have just come up to him with like a little shoe posh dauber and like rubbed it in his the eye. Other, the other iconic one that used that was RCA. The dog yeah, and the gramophone. Yeah, right. So they're sure. all the same. Those I believe were all the same breed of dog. They're all the same, but I think Spuds McKenzie. I think McKenzie, the RCA one was more of like a terrier, wasn't it? That's what they are. They're terriers. Okay, that's a terrier, like a bull terrier. I know, doctor, yeah. dog. It's like sort of like. But it just have has you that, seen that chart where it like shows like all the different like types of dogs and like the different breeds, like Chihuahua and Great yeah. Dane and Labrador and you know Schnauzer and like all these other things, right? And then it's just like another chart over here, and it's all the different cats and it just says, cat, 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 because they all kind of look the same. They're all cats. Yeah, I know, but it's the just, only ones that look different just are like sick, Siamese. Like, it's or, just like a sick dog person right. to cat person burn because, right. like, you know, there's like a slow war that's been course, going on oh, for the ages yeah, of like yeah, yeah. which is cooler or whatever. And I'm just like, whatever, they're all pets. Mm-hmm. What's cooler, no pets. relativity or quantum mechanics? Well, what's cooler? So they're both about perspective, which is so funny. It's just sort of two different ways of talking about perspective because. The relative has to do with relationship. Like, how are we in perspective to the other thing that we are relating to, right? Or Or relating to, to, right? The whole twin experiment. That's like your person. Time and place. Sure, 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 sure. But with the quantum mechanics, when you're talking about the observer effect... No more time and place. Exactly. And it's location, (laughs) location, location. That's the only thing that matters. Nobody else is here except me. Right. Nobody can see out of my eyes except me. No one can see from my perspective except me. That's why they think. That's why those like those you know philosophy of physics courses go into the observer and like does the I observer matter to the results right. as much? Like, it does a female eye matter? What like what would I happen? love the one that says like what happens if the particle is the observer? I was like, yeah. Well, that's kind of the problem. Exactly. Our particles are the observer. They well, they're we're observing they, particles we're made of. Everything's observing everything. Right. It's because it just gets weird. Scale it? Yeah, and it gets weird. It gets so weird that it's so hard. Nothing to talk is about. happening. It's all already happened. Yeah. It's it. It's already happening. That's what I say about our universe. 
I know you do. Because there is no English that can proper, properly describe the timelessness of our experiential qualities. Mm-hmm. Or at least our ability to contemplate said uh, feelings of timelessness. Whether or not they actually exist is unknown at this time. Unconfirmed. Oh, oh, oh.